All right, guys, we got uh, we got enough viewers now. Um, this is going to be a little bit different episode because I'm your host, so that's awesome, right? Um, so it's going to be shitty. <laughs> Jesse it's has different. just moved. He had just moved, uh, so he doesn't have internet hooked back up, and uh, his his setup is all janky. So yeah, I guess I'll just handle handle the hosting tonight. So I'm just getting drunk and making Sam do the work. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Ryan, how's it going? Um, so yeah, if if you're new here, um, I know we had a, quite a few new people in the group. So if you're new here, we do this every other week, uh, every other Wednesday. We come on here and talk about gear and and beers and and anything basically freedom related. And um, Every other every other week that we don't do this, we publish a uh, the Life Short Live Free podcast. So go and check that out. Um, yeah, this is sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Check out uh, his Facebook and Instagram as well as ballisticimagery.com. He's got a he's got a code. Um, what's what's the the coupon code you got there, Vox? The coupon code is LSLF2020. Enter that at checkout and you get ten percent off your entire order. Yeah, he's got some awesome prints there. I actually got one in the background right there. That is, uh, he'll take custom photos of whatever you want and, and print them out on metal, and they're freaking awesome. So, also sponsored by Shyworks Cerakote. Check them out at shyworks.com or me out at shyworks.com as well as our uh, social media. We are Iowa certified um, certified applicator, Cerakote applicator. So, yeah, how are you guys doing tonight? Uh, I'm okay. Fantastic. I'm uh, I'm a little anxious, but meh, whatever. It's because it's because I'm in control of the computer stuff, and Box is like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. totally hose all of this. It, it's <laughs> that may be it. I mean, consciously, that's not it. But I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird not running things for me. I guess. <laughs> I guarantee that's it. I don't like being not in control. Yeah. Toad, how are yeah. you doing tonight? Oh, not too bad. Just trying to figure out how I can get the video to play on my other work phone, but it's not working. So, <laughs> as usual, I'm having problems with technology. <laughs> Shocker. Weird. Shocking. <laughs> uh, Josh, how's it going, man? Brett, Toad is alive. Absolutely. Yes, yes, he is. Ryan. Um, so, yeah, tonight we wanted to uh, mainly the kind I'm doing of, fine. Uh, Thanks for asking. Oh, I didn't ask how you were doing. <laughs> oh, Johnson, how's 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 it hanging, Johnson? How's it going, bud? Wonderful. Well, good, good. That's um, you. You threw a fit for that. You didn't yeah, have anything right? more to say, right? <laughs> Are you guys drinking anything tonight? Whiskey, Shiner Box, vodka sour. I went down and purchased me a new bottle because Toad drank the massive majority of the other one, the Revelstoke <laughs> peanut butter. This is my jam lately. This this shit is freaking delicious. You don't even need – with a little bit of ice, it's awesome, but it's just straight tonight, and it's smooth. It's good. Oh, I love it. I love it. So um, before I forget, this past weekend, we uh, – actually, when was it? Sunday? Yeah, it was yep, Sunday. Sunday. We filmed a we filmed a new video. It's dropping tomorrow on this on um, Life Short Live Free Facebook right here, as well as on YouTube, um, Instagram. It's a damn good one. It's a Halloween video, so make sure you check that out. Um, Johnson, you remember that helmet that we that we used? Mm -hmm. I uh, I fancied that some bitch right up. Doesn't this look so much cooler? Black multicam. But I mean. The, the pattern on it looks cooler. It still looks like a bicycle helmet with some shit glue. Actually, it looks pretty <laughs> sweet, but if you, I don't know if you can tell it right here, but it is warped to holy living. Like, look at that. That's sitting oh, level, yeah. and you see how much. <laughs> Turns out it's not real high-quality plastic either. So yeah. you put her in the probably oven, and she Probably should have used some air-dry stuff on that one. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> ABS plastic or something. Yeah, it's, it's good shit. <laughs> Um, so if you were here last week, this was kind of the, the similar topic we talked about. It was the ATF was going after Q, um, for their arm brace and on the honey badger. Um, 
well, since then, it's been two weeks since that happened, and it seems like they're kind of the ATF is kind of doubling down on this. So basically, what was what happened was there is a law firm. Is it Wiley Box? This yes, Wiley. Yep, Wiley law firm. They they represent a, a lot of um, fire manufacturers uh, around the country. Um, so they they have a good feel for. Um, what's going on. And a lot of their, their clients are starting to get letters from the ATF. And it sounds like they are fixing on, I, I wouldn't say, well, basically reclassifying um, pistols completely in general, as far as AK, AR pistols, um, com in, all in general. So by this classification, um, a lot of them and a lot of arm braces would become AOWs, which is any other weapon and any other weapons you have to register under the NFA. So they just went for the big kahuna and says, fuck arm braces. We're just going to take all our AK and AR pistols away from you now. Um, there's not been a, a specific statement from the ATF on this, which is fucking usual. They're like, hey, we'll just we'll just do this under the in the in the dead of night and expect you guys to know this. But we could send you to prison for 10 years, you know, if you don't know it. So what's your guys's, I mean, I'm, I have my own opinion on why exactly they're doing this, but what, what are you guys, how, how are you guys feeling about this? What do you think this is a legit thing that's going to happen or they're just being I think, idiots I again? Or I think they're just trying to stir the pot, right? Um, Trying to stir up some shit. I think, if they can get away with actually doing it, I think they will. You know, but well, this is this isn't official, and it's this is just for the importation of these kind of weapons. This isn't a blanket law over everyone that already currently owns AR pistols. This is just saying that they can no longer import these these pistols. And there was there was a lot of weird definitions that went. Along this um as far as like the weight and i mean obviously like overall length barrel length things like that but if it was like if it was too long of a barrel so if it wasn't like a four inch barrel but it was like a ten and a half inch barrel twelve and mm -hmm. a half inch barrel that was gonna um make it an aow and like if it weighed over a certain i don't even think it just said too heavy i don't think there was an actual weight said if it was too heavy, which I don't know if that's like, no, it was totally subjective. It didn't make yeah. any freaking sense at all. It was, they would literally just hold on to the gun with one hand. And if that person or whatever, I don't know if they had several people do it or not, but if they decided that, Oh, you couldn't do that easily with one hand, they decided it's not designed to be fired with one hand. Right. Say you right. have a revolver, say you have a revolver with a 20 inch barrel. Yeah not designed to be fired with one hand, even though it clearly fucking is. Well, how many, I mean, how, how many pistols are actually ever fired with one hand? I mean, truly. You I had can, that same thought. Yes, but. but pistols are not technically meant to be fired with one hand. Um, but there's also a few, uh, there's a list they got of objective design features when making uh, evaluations, you guys have already mentioned uh, several of them. An incorporation of rifle sights, um, utili utilization of rifle caliber ammunition, 556 and 762 are on that list. Um, talked about rifle barrel length, the weight, the ability to accept magazines from 20 to 100 rounds, and obviously the overall length of the weapon, which creates a front heavy imbalance when held in one hand. Um, so it's it's just all, all arbitrary bullshit. I mean, there's there's nothing in here that is first off, none of this shit is ever is is solidified in law from Congress, which is the most important thing. Um, this is all just shit that the ATF randomly made up. So I mean, at what point? At what point do we just get tired of this nonsense? Whoever's phone is on vibrate, it's got to go. Turn it off. Gonna go ahead and guess it's Toads. <laughs> Put it on silent, Toad. That because every time we it vibrates. It, it is, dude. There, there's nothing I can do. 
but I've tried. So, um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, they're just making all this shit up as they go along. It's not based right. on laws. It's not based on anything. It's it's whatever they say. Which that's, well, and, and which is funny because they actually said that they said our rulings are fluid. Which well, how and, much bullshit is that? And the fluid, the fluid thing. Part of that fluid thing is that is basically the how they're able to skirt the executive order that um, these agencies can't basically pass new regulations, you know, create new regulations or executive order passed by the president that yep. these alphabet organ, you know, alphabet agencies cannot pass new regulations. Well, the way they're skirting that thing, we're not passing new fluid change of any. And that, to me, is just complete and total fucking bullshit. Sorry for my well, French, but that's nonsense. The problem with it, to me, is that it still affects what is legal and what is illegal. It's still affecting the law of our country, you know, what's legal. And that's basically what the executive order said, is you can't do that. And whether it's a fluid change or not, it's still affecting what is legal illegal. Right. Right. And the, and the scary part about that is they're not telling anybody. They're not putting out any official statements. So right now, the only way for you to know if your AR pistol is legal or not is to send it in to the ATF. They'll make a determination on that individual gun in six to 12 months. And then I guess if it's legal, send it back to you. If it's not legal, bust in your fucking door and shoot your dog probably <laughs> i mean it's, it's so it's it's completely at, at this point it's just completely in total it's lunacy like the the fact that they are allowed to make laws that affect millions and millions of people in our country and not tell anybody and those laws can send people to jail for 10 years. Yes, 10 years if you're in possession of an, an unregistered NFA item. You go to prison for up to 10 years. Right. I mean, I don't know. I think I've, I've, I have my own thoughts on why they're doing this right now, but that's just me. I, do you guys think this is going to – election day is less than a week away. Do you guys think that this is going to be – Something big is gonna come out of this before then. I don't know. I think I think what they're trying to do is I don't know. They're I think they're trying to get gunner or gun owners votes away from Trump, but I don't think they've realized that if you're a gun owner, you're not gonna vote for Biden, you know. Some people will go libertarian and independent, though. Yep, and that's exactly that's exactly my thoughts on this. The timing of this is just way too suspect. I, mean, I don't I, think I don't think there's one single motivation behind it. I think there's it's kind of a two birds with one stone situation where right. they see an opportunity. They may have been sitting on this for a long time, thinking, "Oh, let's just wait a little while." Even though we want to do this, let's wait a little while because it can totally fuck an election if we need it to. Right. Dylan yeah, that's a good point. Um, that they continue to delegitimize themselves, but are still somehow able to. Off. Well, and that—that's the part that—that's the part that bothers me is that the ATF is able to create laws and change laws without any legislation. There's no bills that have to be passed. There's no nothing. They can just say so, and that's the law. I don't right. quite. It makes I don't no quite sense. Understand how that works? They've not been given the authority to to make laws by if you the Constitution of the United States does not give a bureaucracy. I can't say that word very well. Barack. Bureaucracy. <laughs> bureaucracy. Uh, that doesn't give them the power to make and change laws. All it does is give them the power to enforce them. Right. 
So the fact that any agency, any any freaking alphabet three letter agency is making any laws and, and rulings and determinations without the OK of Congress is flat out unconstitutional at its very core. Um, so I, I don't Mike's know. A, I don't Mike know. says not enough time to affect the election. Because yeah, there is. Do you agree with that? No, no. This is perfect timing. Perfect. Because if this keeps going the way it is, I look on, on Facebook and I see an AR, AR 15 nation and all the big, you know, the big groups. Oh, Trump already took your bump stocks. Now he's coming for your for your uh, braces and all this other shit, trying to blame him for this, which, yeah, I still I have a I have a I mean, I hold a grudge against him for letting the 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 bump stock shit go through. But he got nothing to do with his arm brace deal. And so do, you, do you even think it's on his radar right now? I mean, like he's should be. everything else. What's How about it? He's so busy with everything else. Do you think he's even heard of this bump stock thing yet? I don't know. I yes, I bet he has. There's there's a signed letter with I think upwards. I don't know what the number was. Upwards of a hundred congressmen that had written. I think the DOJ or the a, the ATF with this. So there's a lot of people in government, but a lot of powerful people that are. That's it's they definitely on their somewhere. radar. There's no way he does not know about this yet. I, I tend to agree, and I, I wonder I wonder how long he's going to sit on it before he actually does something. Though, he, because now thing. is he can't wait, you know, week. No, now is prime time. Like tomorrow, yeah, two days. Be, yeah, before I mean, because people are already voting, already voting, and there's a lot of freaking stupid ass gun owners that are that don't know what exactly is going on that are going to go to the polls pissed off. So, um. Yeah, I don't. And and, and I've seen um, as far as estimates of braces, like they're estimating there's around four million, give or take. But as far as actual pistols like AR and AK pistols out there, the estimates are anywhere from I was watching um, a YouTube channel and he, he was stating between four to 15 million. And that is a lot. That's a lot of freaking people, man. The, the, I mean, the difference between Hillary and Trump in 16 was like, what, 5 million votes or something like that? Well, there you go. That's enough to, that's enough to sway an election if all those, obviously not all those people are going to know what's going on. But that's a, that's a massive majority, of, a massive number of people. So... I, I I don't know. I don't know which way this is going to go. I'm kind of. I suspect Trump is going to do something about this tomorrow or Friday. Hopefully, maybe. I don't. Honestly, I don't know if he will. I think maybe his ego will get to him, and he'll think, "Nah, they'll back me no matter what I do," and he'll just sit on it. <clears throat> well, that's the problem. We're in a freaking tight spot as gun owners right now. Well, you know, I know. What, what, he, what do you do? What do you I do? I don't think it's that high on his priority list, but I think if enough, he gets enough pressure, you know, from congressmen. And you us. Know, yeah. That, well, that brings some. We have, to, we have to put our pressure on our legislators. Our legislators have to put the pressure on him. Absolutely. That, that brought me. That brings me to one of my points that I was reminded of. Uh, it almost would have been better if this wasn't about the importation of of pistols, and if it was just ban outright banning pistols in America. Because if it the importation, there, it's going to be like the bump stock ban. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, "Well, that doesn't really affect me. Most of them are manufactured here, anyways." So there's going to be a far fewer people that give a shit about it and are that feel the need to actually go out and do anything about it than if it was an outright ban on pistols. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably why they're doing it that way. I agree. Because oh, yeah. they're going to ooh ooh. Let, let's I agree. Just, let's just do the imports here real quick under the under the uh, under the, the darkness, and then we'll then we'll slowly you know just keep on squeaking a little bit more, a little bit more. That's how you. 
I mean, that's how you, what do they say? What's the saying? That's how you cook a frog. You put it in a cool water and slowly heat it up and it don't know the freaking difference. So it just stays in there until it's dead. I mean, that's the same. I, don't, I have no idea if that's an actual saying or not, by the way. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. No. Well, now you boys have. You're I'm pretty, sh- pretty sure it's not a frog. Uh, sure it is. There's more than one way to <laughs> I mean, who skins cats, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, we could get who we could boils, get real t- <laughs> who boils who frogs. Boils, who boils a live frog, anyways? <laughs> you do it with lobsters, frog legs, man. <laughs> you kill the frog, Brad. <laughs> I assure you, if they tried to put me in a pot of water and boil me. They'd probably all die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, right. well, you're a toad. They don't eat toads. They eat frogs. Boiling frog. Yeah. Toads are far less tasty. <laughs> yeah. The premise, yeah, the premise is, and Sam's totally right here, because the premise of the boiling frog thing is, if you put a frog in boiling water, it's going to jump out. But if you put it in tepid water and slowly heat it up, it'll never notice the danger and, won't, you know, it'll cook it alive. So... I mean, that is kind of the same thing as if the ATF just goes on a full out ban, you're going to get an uprising. People are going to jump. But if you slowly, you know, chip away at stuff like that, how you get it done. (sighs) Yeah. Dylan says it's boiling cats, right? I mean, Uh, I I would prefer James only psychopaths in cats. (laughs) Uh, Dylan, I, I that's that's dark, but I like it. I, I, I'm um, all in on that. William says, if the Senate and the House both, both end up under conservative control after this election, they won't bother doing anything with firearm laws. Um, I I tend to agree. I do. I do. We're in it. We're at a um, as far as gun rights in this country, we're in a crucial crossroads. Uh, we're in a we're in a downward spiral, a spiral because we're spiral. we're conservative control. We we just lose a little bit, then Democrats, and we lose a little bit more, and then conservative, and then we just keep losing, and we never freaking gain anything. Like in twelve and in, in sixteen, when we had you know all three, the House, the Senate, and and the presidency, and we didn't do jack shit with it, you know. It's it's frustrating. It's frustrating for you know, especially for one issue one issue voters like like I am. I mean, that's it's it's disheartening. Well, it's, but the problem is not even like a step forward, two steps back situation. No steps forward. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time we gained anything at a federal level? Oh four when the when the assault weapons ban. Um, yeah. Um, expired expired right. and people forget that that was even a thing <clears throat> i think right. so many new gun owners don't even don't even have any clue that we had an assault weapons ban in this country from 94 until 04 i would bet you the majority of people especially new gun owners don't have a clue about that um how has it gone on this long that they've referred to them as fucking assault weapons 30 freaking years. How is uh, it? How have we not got it across? <laughs> right? They're just fucking semi-automatic rifles, dude. They're they don't, a, they don't care. They don't want to be educated. Not a, hey, that's not a scary word. It can't be a voter topic and get people scared about it and vote on it. It's not a scary word. I actually well, had to explain that to a customer of mine today because she was generally generally curious and she asked me what the difference was between a semi-automatic and full automatic and I was like, uh, there's a pretty big difference. <laughs> you know, so I kind of broke it down for her, but it's like, what's the yeah. what's the difference between an automatic car and a manual? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was having an argument with it. Well, actually, not an argument, but I posted on something um, about the difference. It was a gun gun rights, something gun rights. And this guy came on here and I just posted one statement, not even directed at him. And he came on and he called me like an uneducated redneck, a stupid or some some shit like that. And then he proceeded to talk about automatic weapons 
when he was actually meaning semi-automatic. So <laughs> I just says, you know, you're calling me dumb when you are literally, you don't know what you're talking about and you're misusing the phrases. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And then he corrected himself and then yeah. called me dumb again in the same sentence. <laughs> but but those are the people stupid. that aren't even worth arguing with. Right. right. Just a waste uh, of your own brain power. But as, as far as people don't want to learn, like it, it was just a couple months ago, six months ago, when it was Joe Biden was in that argument with that union worker, you know, about gun rights. And Joe Biden called him an AR-14. Like, yeah. how have you been in, how have you been in, in <clears throat> office or in politics? He's just for senile. 40, he doesn't remember. What 47 years. But he still doesn't. He never did know what he was talking about. Right. Like, how do well, you refer to, refer to it as an AR-14? He's also, well, I mean, you also have to realize how far detached from his actual position and what his actual life is about because he also in the same sentence said i don't or in the same time said i don't work for you mm -hmm. like well guys in his defense he is fucking senile <laughs> did you guys see yeah. this week when he said he was uh Something about we're not going to have four more years of George or something like that. And he meant Trump. Yes. Thought it was yeah. George Bush. <laughs> yeah. And then people were trying to defend him talking about, well, he was talking about George Lopez. How the fuck is that any better? Four more years of George Lopez. What the? Doesn't even make any sense. But anyway. Is George Lopez still alive? <laughs> what does he have to do with anything? Apparently. Right. I don't know. Anyway, getting off politics and back to the back to the gun, the gun parts of this. So say say this happens. And, and, and if you guys aren't aware, when 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 your your gun is required to be registered with the NFA, you have to submit a tax stamp. You have to pay two hundred dollars and then you have to wait six months to a year for them to approve you. And then you are on this list. You're on a national registry. NFA item. Right. Right. So say this happens. Say say by some some weird I don't think this will happen. I think we'll beat this back because they done pissed a lot of people off. But say it does. Like how many people do they do they really expect to fucking do this? Like for me, if I had any of those weapons, I certainly don't. No, of course not. I lost them all in a boating accident, like so many yeah. people did. But who who the fuck is actually going to do this? Are Nobody. are any of you for? I mean, if you had these weapons, would you would you guys be doing this? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about guns. <laughs> You're that, a camera my, guy. You shoot. That's you my shoot first photos, question. Not guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my first question because if you look at it, if you look at um, areas where they've done things like this, like in, um, um, say, Colorado, where they were, I think it was Aurora or one of those one of the those cities around there, they outlawed bump stock bans and you had, or they outlawed bump stocks before they were nationally banned. They gave them so much time to turn them in, and there was like two that got turned in out of an estimated, <laughs> you know. Um, or, and there's been many other instances, Connecticut was, I believe, Honestly, was it Connecticut? Screw those two guys. Fuck right. <laughs> kind of fucking commies are you <laughs> call yourself American, but there's been many instances where guys were, where governments have, have implemented this type of shit, even down in, um, New Zealand. Like it was laughable how many registrations that they actually got. And we're Americans. You think we're going to register shit? What were the numbers in New Zealand? I saw something like there was 11 million gun owners or something. Yeah, and I think they like said like 37 people turned them in. <laughs> it was, I can't remember the percentage, but it was, it was fucking low. I was, I was pretty proud of them. I was pretty. It was pretty funny too because after the numbers came out about how many people turned them in, like a couple months later, the entire news story just fucking died. You never heard another thing about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty comical. So that's my first question. Second one is how does how does registration prevent crime? It doesn't. I, it doesn't. 
I can't. That's the thing. It's like, God, did he die? Is he okay? Me? Oh, he's yeah. mixing a drink. Oh. He's mixing a drink. <laughs> I'm drinking yeah, alcohol. Here, you, you, you want to watch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stare at your ceiling. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it's looking like they were dealing. This says they said fifty six thousand guns, roughly. 56,000 firearms and nearly 200,000 illegal gun parts to collect. Out of 11 million guns? Yeah. That's 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 not good. Let's let's see. That's pretty poor. 56,000. Let's divide that by 11 million. Um one second. Then you got to multiply by 100, Sam. Don't forget that part. So I know that's what you do. Point zero zero six percent. Um. Yes, it's actually pretty. It's it's like um. It's it's half a percent. That's half a percent. Just think That's of how many crazy. lives they saved, guys. They saved so many lives. And they were all people that never touched their guns ever. They sat in their safe and they're like, "Okay, I can get rid of it." Um, Brett, he, he chimed in on my question, how it prevents crime. Um, he said it doesn't help crime, but it may narrow down the perps. Just might be how they're thinking. But how does it narrow down the perps? Because anybody that's going to commit a crime, number one, with their weapon is not going to register it. 100% won't register it. Right. And number two, even if they, I mean... They're just going to steal it. If they buy it from somebody, they're not going to freaking register it. So it doesn't, th their math doesn't add up here. Uh, Jason says common core math. Maybe, maybe that's a, that's a, a possibility. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> the biggest thing is, even if you get rid of all guns, you know, like they did in UK, is, is there a national hammer registry? Like, or is there a lot of carpenters on a registry there for? You know what's funny about guns in the there? UK? You can you can own guns in the UK. You can own certain firearms now. Mm -hmm. And if you want to hunt with a rifle in the UK, it doesn't matter if it's a 22 or a 243. They have an entire countrywide noise ordinance. Mm -hmm. So you have to hunt with a suppressed Wired. rifle. You're required you literally to use have a to have a suppressor in your rifle to hunt. It's like, well. Guys are always talking about how um, we should be more like other countries. I agree with that. Let's yeah, uh, yeah. That's the only thing we can take from the UK. Right. I don't even. I don't even want it. I don't want that requirement. I don't want to be required to. Oh do no, shit. not the require, not the requirement, <laughs> the right. Yeah. Which actually, well, I have think the you right. They can, just. I think you can taxes. use suppressors on coyotes and whatnot in Iowa now. I think. I, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Uh, Josh, glad you made a man. He was, uh, he, he texted me earlier. He messaged me earlier and he said his brother was, or his brother or his cousin or something like that. Um, but he has got the, um, some big award. He's a cop and he, he was in some big shootout in a bank or something like that. So he got an award from the governor. So that was pretty cool. Um, in Iowa? No, it was like in Georgia or one of the oh, southern uh, states, or I don't, I can't remember exactly where he said it was, but um, yeah. So either way, it's bullshit. The most if you're if you're watching this, the biggest takeaway from this is contact your representatives. I know it feels like, I know it feels like you're not doing much when you do this, but if everybody does this, if everybody gets on board and contacts the White House, the freaking their representatives. The everybody you possibly can that will make a difference back in 13 when they tried to ban an ss 109 we got pissed and we made a chain and they we did something about it. it they they backed away from it so it does it does matter it does matter Box, so boxing and when sam josh says uh, arkansas medal of valor and trooper of the year nice yeah. pretty awesome That's awesome dude heck uh, yeah 
forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. You okay, would, yeah, that's sorry. what it was. Sam's talking. Sam's talking about contacting your legislatures. It doesn't mean like calling them up and coming up with a big old spiel on your own. A lot of times, all you have to do is you can follow if you're following NRA or gun or GOA or FPC or any number of other uh, lobbyists or uh, people fighting for our rights. They will. All you have to do is fill out your contact information, and they send a letter on your behalf. It's that easy. It takes. 30 seconds to do that shit. I know FPC did that. I know NRA did that on the, on this, when this pistol brace thing came out with Q, almost everybody did that, I think. And it's, it takes 30 seconds. All you gotta do is type in your name and do it. I don't know if that's going to be the case this time, but a lot of times that's all you gotta do. And that's really all it takes to let them know. There's a lot of people fucking sending us shit. It's not like they're going to take time to reach, read each individual letter anyways. No, they don't. They don't read it each individual one, but they scan it real quick and see what it's for. And they mark that shit down and they tell their boss, hey, I got 747 messages telling them, telling me that they're pissed about the this arm, brat, arm brace ban. So let's do, you know, so that they, the legislatures actually know, you know, they got an idea of, of who's, of you know, how their constituents our feeling. So yeah, do something about it. Um, get involved. If, if you can't expect someone else to fight your battles for you, um, get involved with this. So also um, toad Dylan says you can use suppressors for hunting in Iowa. Um, if you need a suppressor for the old 45, 70 come deer season. <laughs> right. If you, I, guys do, if you guys do want to take action too. Um, if you do go to firearms policy Co- coalition, if you go to FPC, they actually have a take action tab and you can actually look through and read all of the currently out there. Um, and there's usually links taking it. Bills. Um, and you know, contacting supporters. Yep. So. Um, Dylan says cough, Iowa firearms coalition cough. Yeah. Box. Why didn't you say that? You dick. That's uh, I did, they were, they were state coalition i don't know i didn't know if they were yeah, but they still get they still get involved with that shit yeah okay. ifc <laughs> iowa firearms coalition is iowa's iowa's go-to they're the guys that have got everything done um in in the state of iowa uh, are I'm they a, are they member. at all <laughs> are they at all affiliated with fpc dylan not fpc they're actually they're actually an nra affiliate but they have taken their own their own stance on things. Okay. So they're not, I mean, I, I, I know the guys I, I've met them, um, actually just not very long ago. They're all good dudes. And, um, like I said, they're an NRA affiliate, but they take their own stance on things. So I'm, I'm a hundred percent behind these guys. I, like I said, I am a member. Um, if you're in Iowa or even if you're not in Iowa, go ahead and join that shit too. So yeah, buddy. Um, well, think i've said all i all i've had to say about that topic what do you got you guys got any final closing thoughts on it other than contact your uh your people um no but i do want to mention a couple of comments that are in here william has a couple of comments (laughs) basically let's talk about getting some here in the u.s absolutely um with the Supreme Court now having good counsel, you would think. I want to say I want to say you're absolutely right, but I'm not. I'm not convinced that it'll truly move forward. It's just hard for me to believe there will actually be steps forward because we've, you know, just been slowly getting chipped away at and never gaining any ground. It's just hard for me to believe that we could truly gain ground. Even you know, I, like you said in 2016 when we had House and Senate and everything. We didn't go anywhere, you know, but I think, but I I agree with you. At this point, I I feel it's inevitable that someday soon we're probably going to lose way, way too many, many rights, which we, we already have, who are we kidding? But it's going to get to that tipping point. And I I feel it's inevitable that shit's just going to get fucking ugly. And I mean, that's why we're Americans. (laughs) That's how this country was founded. And I, I see that happening again. I do too. 
Yeah. I do too. Yep. Unfortunately, I agree. I agree. Um, um, but that's uh, not that's not to say don't fucking try. No hell. Right. No. right absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we still got to fight back with everything that we have. You know, uh, contact all of your like make it make it known that we you know aren't gonna stand for it. And, when it comes down to it and things get to the nitty gritty and things have to get dirty. Yep. So to get off politics for a while, Ooh. it's, it got freaking cold out or at least in Iowa did. And it freaking snowed. What do we get? How much, how much you guys I think, think we get three, four, three, four inches. I think I'd write around three. And a half. Uh, yeah. Story of your life on huh, Johnson. Yep. <laughs> How do you think He's I measured? pretty familiar with that three inches. How do you think I measured? <laughs> <Yeah>. Three times <laughs> and fell down. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, you, do do your guys's uh, EDC, your everyday carry, the way that you carry your guns, does that change uh, during the winter? No. Yeah, in the winter, I carry a uh, full size AR under a coat. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I think it. I think it makes my EDC gear cha- doesn't really. <clears throat> I guess, except you know, like adding gloves in. Right. Um, but I think it just it makes it easier to carry because, like, I especially working at home, I just wear like gym shorts every day. I don't always have a gun on me, but like, you know. If I, if I go out now, it's like I at least have a jacket or coat on. I actually carry, uh, I'll probably catch hell for this, but I do carry quite, when I'm, in the wintertime, when I do carry, I usually carry outside the waistband because my coat is fairly long and covers it. And I'm a fat kid, so it uh, doesn't uh, stick me in the side so hard. Yeah. Well, you know, Toad, I there's a lot of guys that do rib on people for open carrying. This is uh, I don't know. I don't Dude, open carry. I never open carry. I know. It's I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I'm not going to give you shit as long as you're carrying. It's America. Carry it however the hell you want to carry. That's my opinion. Josh, Josh um, said it really well here. Um, just makes it easier to carry the stuff that prints through clothes in the summer month. Absolutely. Basically what I was trying to say. Just makes it easier because you got extra clothes on, bigger clothes on. You want to you wanna carry that Desert Eagle? Go right ahead in the way. You're goddamn right. <laughs> How do those villains in movies? It seems like the the badass villains in movies always got the fifty cal Desert Eagle. How the fuck do those? How do they carry that shit? I don't they're know. Fake guns, Sam. The belt has to be real tight. Because can you imagine how bad your pants would be falling down with that heavy son of a bitch? Because they never have a holster. <laughs> they just jam it in their pants. Can you imagine? Oh how yeah. Bad- <laughs> Like well, and the best part is, is they always fire it one-handed and it doesn't hardly even recoil, you know? Right. 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 What, bo- what bothers me the most is, yeah, the part without a holster. And then they always stick it in their, their waistline the wrong way. Right. And I don't know. It just the wrong way. With the, if they say they're carrying at 4 o'clock, yeah. they have it with their palm out. Oh, right. Yeah. It's always like a cross-draw thing. They can never draw from, you know, like the 3 o'clock. It's always like... Right hander holstering it at nine o'clock, so they cross right. it, you know. But the one thing, one thing that I do wish that I had was one of those sixteen-inch twenty-two revolvers. Stop. So that one of those sixteen-inch uh, revolvers, so that it's like, right. what the hell was the Batman movie? No, you're, you're probably Batman. thinking. Uh, are, are you but thinking which of the one? mask when he? Maybe it is the mask when he pulls out that big long. Oh yeah, and then the bang flag comes out of the end. Yeah. Uh, see, I want yeah. one of those just for that effect of like carrying it in your pants, you know, and trying to that son of a bitch out. Oh, <laughs> well, you, your your draw time is not going to be worth a shit, no. but you might scare the the attacker off when you start. Hold on, hold on. Wait right. for it. Just a minute. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do this, son bitch. I wonder if you could do like cowboy quick draw with that and just put it through your belt and that actually in your pants, you know? Then you just kind of lean back a little bit. And the... <laughs> <laughs> you never even have to draw the son of a bit. <laughs> it wouldn't be a cowboy quick draw. It'd be a cowboy moderately, moderately, moderately quick. 
shoot. Yeah. Right. But anyways, to answer your question for me, Sam, no, my, my, I, my carry does not change. No, I carry the same thing appendix as I do during every other day of the year. Mine used to. My every year used to. I would be more ad, more apt to carry a Glock 19 as opposed to my 43, because used to be when the 43 only had seven or nine rounds, there was a big difference, you know, up until the Glock 19. So I'd carry that during the winter a lot of times. But I got this 43X with the shield arms mags. Um, 15 rounds each. I got no reason to switch to a freaking Glock 19 this time. So, I mean, my carry is is the same. I know a lot of people. A lot of people do change their shit, but I am no longer no longer one of them. Um, I will say one thing. I don't quite understand. I mean, I don't want to bash on them because do whatever the hell you want. I don't really care. But the people that switch to say. I carry appendix all, all year long. Say during the winter months, I switch to carrying at three o'clock, four o'clock, or something like that. OWB. I'm losing a lot of time on my draw, and it's safe. It's easier to carry bigger things and outside the waistband during the winter because obviously we have more layers. But if you switch to outside the waistband on your strong side, you have that many more layers to work with one hand than you do right. carrying appendix where you can work, move your clothing with your, with your support hand and, and grip your gun with your strong hand. Whereas if you're carrying strong side, you have to work all that shit with either that or you're reaching all the way around your body with your support hand and you're losing right. that much more time. It's just that much easier for me anyways, to carry appendix grab my grab all my clothes rip them up at one time and i'm i'm done it's just pretty much the same way year round for me um do you add anything no you just keep I, like so you have just like uh, i guess this would apply to like vehicle stuff too you just keep your same stuff in your car all year round you never really change it for the seat well no obviously i mean Eh, I'm lazy, so yeah. There's a good chance I might, winter, part, yeah. <laughs> I might leave my winter. I might leave my winter shit in my car all year round, but yeah. yeah, for the most part, I don't really change a whole lot. Yeah, obviously, I keep like bit. clothes and face masks and gloves and shit and glo- or right. hand warmers and stuff like that in my car. But mine changes a little bit just because winter time or like the winter season is also hunting season. So what is in my vehicle at all times changes. It's always going to be a couple boxes of shotguns. Like it gets to be deer season, orange vests, hats, and gold. Uh, speaking like of that, that, I'm I'm just recently uh, starting to go through my uh, through my bag that I keep in my truck again. Um, and I had the uh, I, the bag I, full I, of tampons. Oh well, no, that's a separate bag. The I was, bag I was full of possums. Uh, no, that was last week. <laughs> you guys will get that when you see the video. Video is dropping tomorrow at noon. Don't miss it. It's a freaking good one. Um, but as far as my bag, I'm 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 totally gonna revisit everything that I got in my bag because at this point, I could my my go bag. It's got medical. It's got um water filtration it's got a fire and um and uh, a shelter in it so basically everything i need to live say my truck breaks down in the middle of montana because i go through montana a lot you know <laughs> like, your, could, like your truck would make it to montana no that son of a bitch would but it might drop a tranny <laughs> once it gets there that fucking thing wouldn't make it through nebraska Hey, 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 that thing is that thing is taking me a lot of miles just, you know, with minimal problems. Um, but I'm totally revisiting what is in my go bag now and I'm, I'm putting shit in. I don't know. Do you guys keep a bag in your car of, of shit like that? Uh, I've got fire starters in both my vehicles, just the little flint ones. 
You guys know what I'm talking about? It's got a little brick of a like a magnesium yeah. with a flame on the side. Yep. Yeah. I've got those and I've got uh first aid kits, but I don't really have anything like like you've got, and I've been meaning to do it. And I, I thought another good thing to throw into them would be uh and I don't know if you've seen it. I've ever had them. I bought some one time. They sell them at Walmart. It's a brick, like vac sealed in like this aluminum metal stuff, but it's like five year energy bars. Oh, yeah. And they taste like crap. Yeah. But they're packed full of all the stuff a growing boy needs to survive on his own for about a week. They said one bar like this big would feed you for a week or some shit. But I don't know. I took one bite out of one. I was like, yeah, we're going to throw this in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had food, um, dog food, as well as food for myself in my bag for quite a while. But I did. They weren't like long term energy bars. (laughs) So I got them out like a couple months ago and I'm just they were definitely expired. And they were definitely just like a big gooey mess of look just nasty shit. So I'm going to order some um, some long-term shit. I, I ordered some stuff from Four Patriots uh, as far as long-term food. So I'm going to get some of the – they got bars specifically for that type of thing. So I'm going to get those and keep them in my, my bag too. So if I get stranded in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, I'll be good. Only thing I won't have is alcohol. I should Which, keep that in there too. With that truck, you're pretty likely to get stranded in bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Right. Might as well be prepared. Never know when it's going to happen. Another thing I read, uh, there was this old outdoor writer, and I can't remember his name. I read this years ago. I think it was in Field and Stream, but he said he always had a, um, like a Folgers coffee can, a roll of toilet paper, and like two bottles of like 95% isopropyl alcohol in his vehicle in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And he said, what you do if you're ever stuck in a snowstorm and you run out of gas or your vehicle dies and you can't get it started and you're freezing. He said, you put that roll of toilet paper in the coffee can and you dump those bottles of alcohol in there and you light it. You crack the windows and it said it won't burn the toilet paper. The toilet paper acts kind of like a wick or a sponge and it just burns the alcohol off of it. He said it'll, he had a time where it would, how long it would burn before you had to put it out or throw it out the door. But he said it would keep you warm. And I'm like, I never huh. tried it, but I always kind of wondered if that would actually work. I just hope that I the the lighter fluid burned off before I needed the toilet paper. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I really real bad. Shit, it's like that... son of a bitch. I need shit, but this thing's on fire. I ain't taking it out of there. <laughs> uh, Sam, fuck the the fire pit table for the new studio. Studio. Let's just get a pile of new or a uh, toilet paper and some <laughs> isopropyl alcohol. And some alcohol. Problem solved. I mean. It would be a good, uh, it would good be, be a good representation of how 2020 went, I guess. But <laughs> it's a real shit show, I tell you. I'm I'm working on, uh, I don't know, I'm I'm I think there's something to this. So if you guys have watched our our new podcast or our, our podcast from the new studio yet, we don't have an end table or a coffee table yet, and I want to get one that's a fire pit. Obviously, we're inside, so that's a problem. But there's some like bioethanol shit that you can burn indoors, so I'm I'm looking into that, and I think that'd be kick ass if we could if we could have an indoor fire pit, or at least you know it's not gonna be a huge one, but you know still be bad. Yeah, I got I got four cans of Sterno at home. That's supposed well, to be indoor safe shit, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. But, but can just... you can you buy that shit in like fifty five gallon drums? <laughs> so we're just gonna we're just gonna put a big ass pot in the center and every time take take a big goop of sterno out of the 55 gallon drum squip right, right in there and throw a match in we'll be good to go for a long time i if think that's just, a fantastic idea if you just wanted something small and tiny sam that's not going to put off very much heat that's pretty easy easy there's tabletop fire pits all over the place that just uses this gel yeah I kind of wanted something that's like half-ass warm because, I mean, it's chilly up there. So I wanted something decent size a little bit, you know, so you could put your hands up by it, you know, and warm up a little bit. I don't know. You can get a propane one from Walmart for like 110 bucks. It's like you're two feet long. 
Yeah, but it puts out CO2. We're just we'd we'd drinking alcohol up there. We'd get hammered, and then we'd pass out from the CO2. And that's perfect. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. What are you we'd, talking about? We go down in history as the the podcast suicide in in Pearson. Um, Cliff, you know, I thought about putting a vent above it, but there's no. Yeah, I know, but the, it it just be in the way of everything, and it's just not feasible to do up there very easily. Plus, it'd have to be like it'd have to have a fan in it, and a fan would be too noisy for too noisy. Purposes. Yeah, we couldn't have that in the in the podcast studio when we're recording. So we're I think professionals, Cliff. We need yeah. a silent studio. We don't fuck around, man. Come on, you know that. <laughs> That's why this podcast looks the way it does. <laughs> True. Well, a lot of truth to that. Well, boys and girls, we're just over an hour. I think it was a pretty good, pretty good little uh, podcast for um, what we got going on today, at least. Can I? Yeah. Denatured ethanol, which is ninety point five percent two hundred proof ethanol, four and a half percent isopropyl alcohol. 5% NPS, 55 gallon drum. So I don't see why we couldn't burn that shit indoors. Well, I don't see why not. Josh just posted a link to oh, this uh, indoor. How big is that, son of a bitch? Oh, uh, Cliff Moody. Fuck you, box. <laughs> so. what, what, did I, what, did, what did I say to Cliff? I'm confused. What have I, I done, you, Cliff? You sat there on a live video while he watched it, I think. That's about... <laughs> well, sorry, I didn't mean to upset anyone. No, actually, we told people to rag on Box in the in the comments because he can't defend himself. Um, uh, this deal wasn't too bad. He posted a deal on Amazon. Um, I mean, it's small, but it'd still be kind of cool. Maybe we can get one and then, like, I can't find this link anyway. It's right in the comments there. Josh Price put it on there. It's an Amazon link. Regal Flame Utopia Ventless Indoor Outdoor Fire Pit Tabletop Portable Fireball Pop Bioethanol Fireplace in Black. I'm absolutely astonished that you got all those words out and you didn't stumble until you got to the word black and you said black. You know, I'm I'm kind of surprised myself to be real honest with you. <laughs> to be fair, none of the words none of the words are right, but he got he got it. Build one and use fake hand grenades as your fire rocks. God damn it, Brett or Josh, that is That's a damn a good idea. Genius what? idea. What like did I he, What did you just say? He says, build one and use fake hand grenades as fire rocks. I'm I'm totally on board with that. I, I like see. it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Except fake hand grenades that are going to burn are probably going to be kind of expensive, but... That aren't going to burn, you mean? If you get it from an army store, it used to be like 11 bucks. Sam? Yeah. Yeah, But let's think about this. If we get the fake, like, uh, paperweight ones, they're steel, and you throw those in there, they're just going to get hotter and fuck and keep putting off heat. So that's a win. Right. Yeah. Um, so when we we get down with the podcast and leave, it's still hotter than hell and burns the joint down up there. That's that's perfect. Dude. Yeah. So if you just want to go ahead and <laughs> you just want to go ahead and buy this, the gray one's fifty. And it, you think it's big enough? It is. No. <laughs> it's I a tabletop one, isn't it? I just looked at the dimensions: seven by thirteen point eight by five point seven inches. This thing's yeah, like that a fucking shoebox. Yeah, it's 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 small, but what kind of fuel does it use? Because um, it, it's bioethanol. Well, why don't we just burn our make our fucking own? Got, right? Yeah, we got we, we got our capability to make however big a one we want. So let's, let's just uh, make uh, one bigger than a shoebox. They make school shaped fire rocks. That'd be pretty. Yeah, I, I like the grenade idea though. I'm a big fan of the. Grenade. I think that's a cool idea. I feel like that's going to be a tough one to pull off. Just saying. You and your negativity. I'm totally on board with it. And if we can find grenades that we can burn, then fuck yeah, I'm in. But I'm just saying. The only thing we got to worry about if we build our own, we have to insulate it somehow from the, the rest of the coffee table. So, you know, we don't start the fucking coffee table on fire. 
Nah, it's all right. You're a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> it's okay, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. All right, boys and girls. Uh, it's been a good episode, a little over an hour. Um, yeah, I think we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. We drank some whiskey, some beer, some vodka. Uh, yeah, it's been a good night, I think. So, um, you guys have any any final thoughts? Defund the ATF. Agreed. You beat me to it, Box. Feel the NFA. I feel like that's been our that's been our uh, our yeah. motto lately. I'm also throwing in there defund the media. I'm real not. I'm really not happy with them lately. So, um, yeah. No. Anyways, guys, thanks for sticking around. If uh, if you're still here, and make sure you check out Ballistic Imagery on his website, ballisticimagery.com, as well as on social media, shyworks.com, as well as on our social media. We're always putting putting new stuff out. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. So make sure you check in again um, at 8.30 every other Wednesday night. And then also we put out a uh, Life Short Live Free podcast on the, on major podcast providers. So make sure uh, make sure you guys are checking that out. Um, Don't yeah. worry. Next week or next episode, we'll be back to normal. You'll have to deal with Sam being your host again. I'll be your professional host. You're going to scare me away, dude. <laughs> Actually, Jay, Jay, that's not a bad idea. I've got some uh, some K-Wool left over from my forge, and I've got some refractories. Man, I never thought of that. We could use that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's look into that, guys. I think that's a good idea. So, All right, guys. We'll be back in two weeks, and until we talk to you now, then remember, life short, live free. God bless, and God bless the United States of America. And to fund the ATF. Woo! Have a good night, guys.